You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The first half of a split twin bill Tuesday between the Rockies and Cubs who were hailed out on Monday. This is Denver after all. Let's pick it up. Bottom three. Rockies looking to build on a 2-1 lead. It's Mark Reynolds who stands in against Jake Arrieta. Reynolds in the same situation. And that is dumped into center field. It'll drop. The Rockies have a third run. Mark Reynolds has RBI number 28. Bases loaded. And this is in the air. This is shallow left center. And Schwarber dies. Can't make the catch. Three runs are going to score. Story spreading the whole way. Rockies now lead it 6-1. to one. And that is a base hit for Reynolds. Stay hot, Marky Mark. Be like Mark. 8-2 Colorado. When are those shirts coming out? They're coming soon. Is it due in large part to Trevor? This ball is caught out right field by Cargo. What a grab in right. That's the second time we've seen Cargo make that type of catch where you're diving straight ahead. This ball's crushed to deep right center and way back, and this one is gone. 12 home runs now for Reynolds. The Rockies crushed the Cubs in game one, 10-4, sending the world champs to a fourth consecutive loss. Mark Reynolds, the first Rocky with a four-game homer streak since Carlos Gonzalez and Trevor Story each did so last season. Reigning NL Rookie of the Month, Antonio Sensatella was solid through six, and the bats certainly did their part as the Rockies opened Tuesday's split doubleheader with a 10-4 win over the Cubs. Here is Colorado skipper Bud Black. Well, I think uh, I think there's some resiliency in there, too. I think that, uh, you know, you hear me talk a lot about, you know, the ball strike ratio. I mean, for him, it wasn't great today. You know, there was, you know, there's a few walks in there. There were some deeper counts. They were behind the count. Uh, but, you know, there's some resiliency where he hung in there and, you know, he got through it where, you know, probably not pitching, you know, how we've seen him overall. But that's going to happen. If a starting pitcher goes out there 33, 34 times, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be uh, smooth. There's going to be some, there's going to be some rocky games. And the, uh, the thing that I like to see is in those rocky games, you have the ability to somehow get through it by making a pitch here. Uh, maybe a play is made there. Uh, you know, you get the guy out that you need to get out, and that sort of is what happened today with Antonio. But for a rookie to do that. Yeah, for a rookie to do that's great. But, again, it, it goes back to who this guy is and, you know, our, again, learning this fella and knowing what our minor league people have said about him, about, you know, the intangibles of competitiveness and he knows at the point of the game when to step it up and, you know, when he has to make a pitch and when he has to maybe throw a little harder or when he has to land a curveball. I mean, he sort of gets it. He sort of gets it. And you look at, again, you look at his minor league one loss record. Look at that. That tells you something, man. Yeah, Mark. It was late February and we were asking you about him trying to make this jump from, right. from double and what did you see 
in him at that time that made you think that he could compete? Well, again, I mean, just, just you know, again, not knowing the fella. Right. I, you know, when I, as I do in spring training, and I'm down around home plate and I'm watching guys throw their sides and I'm watching them throw their batting practices. I saw, I saw uh, repeatable delivery. I saw fastball that was located, uh, you know, to both sides of the plate. Uh, I saw, you know, a breaking pitch that had pretty consistent spin. I mean, not great, but enough that, you know, it could translate into a functional pitch in the big leagues. I saw de developing change potential. So I saw the, the makings of, of, of major league stuff. So that, that was the, f the, the first thing I look at. And then you get to know the player. Trace? The one thing about it was, like even today, the last three innings were by far his best innings. I mean, right. it seemed like instead of being nerved early, that he got into it and then he just finished it off. Yeah, I mean, again, it was, it, it, I don't, it wasn't totally rocky, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, that shaky. But, you know, for him, when, I, when I've seen him, like we've seen him, I'm, you know, I'm expecting, you know, the, the strike ratio to be better. And it really wasn't. And, uh, you know, what was, what was the game where he kept dotting the outside corner and they kept balling him? Whatever, was that his last start or two starts ago? Uh, you know, sort of similar to that a little bit. But, you know, he, he went six, you know, and, uh, you know, you could, you could say that, you know, his last couple were better. Uh, he held his velocity. There was a couple 96 and 97s there, uh, you know, and from, you know, pitch 80 to pitch, you know, uh, you know 97 or 8, whatever he ended up with. Uh, so he still held the stuff, uh, but you know he he did he did a nice job, and he, and he made the made the you know we got the six runs, and it got a little dicey, bases loaded, and he he got a couple big outs, got the pop up, right, he got the uh, you know the ground ball the second off of Schwarber's bat, and fly then uh, and then Brian hit a fly ball to right. In that inning, how much impact did Cargo's? <coughs> And uh, it seemed like he kept a run. Yeah, scoring he did. He did. I mean, we, you know, you got the pitcher on bay. I mean, I was hit by the pitcher, right? Yeah. But that, uh, I think that was a good deke. It, it had impact. How about into the bottom of that inning where you guys already had three runs in? Story comes from one, two down, draws a walk to set up that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Trevor's been, you know, again, Trevor's at bats are, are, you know, I think are getting better. Is, you know, he's leading our team in walks. His on-base percentage is well above his batting average, which is a great sign. Uh, but that was big. And then Hannigan hit it in the right spot. But did you think about leaving Sensatella in for the seven? No. Uh, I thought that this was a hard game for him uh, overall. I think from the get-go, uh, you know, he was, he was pitching with... Uh, again, you know, strike, ball, strike, ball, ball, strike, strike. I mean, just it was hard. There wasn't a lot of easy outs in the early part of the game. And he, in the, in the fourth inning, he had to work awful hard. And that takes a little bit out of you. So, and even when he ran the bases there in the, in the sixth, I thought that, uh, or in the, was at the bottom of the fifth? Yeah, bottom of the fifth. He, uh, he got the base hit, then he went first to third. Uh, not that that uh, he's a professional athlete, he can handle it, but you know, I just thought that was enough. How about uh, offensively? We talked a couple of days ago about trying to get everybody going, and today's one of those days. Well, we strung we strung them together there in the in the in the third inning. We were aided by the the shortstop, you know, trying to make a, you know, trying to make a play at third base. That was a break, and from there we added on. 
Uh, and, you know, again, Hannigan, you know, hit it in the right spot to go from 3-1 to one to 6-1. to one. I mean, that's a big difference, you know, 3-1 to 6-1. Uh, and that, you know, Arietta's pitch count got up. You know, he was the, the first couple innings now, it was, you know, it was pretty good. And his stuff was still good, but, you know, we had some good quality at-bats where we drove the pitch count up. We got some hits. You know, Reynolds, you know, uh, found a hole. Uh, Trev hit one up the middle a little bit later. Uh, you know, we just uh, – Ian got one through with two strikes, so it was it was a good offensive day. I mean, we battled him. I mean, we 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 fought him hard. He had to work for everything, and, and and you know things worked out for us on the offensive side. Mark Reynolds is certainly having himself quite a season. The veterans now gone deep in four straight games. Only three players in Rockies franchise history have ever had longer home run streaks. Here is Reynolds sharing his thoughts on Tuesday's game one at 10-4 victory over Chicago. I just. Uh... Having fun. That's the biggest thing. I mean, we're having fun. We're winning. Uh, all, the, whole, the whole club is just, I mean, we're having fun at the yard. That's a big thing. And, and uh, you know, when, when guys have fun, it translates to the field and we play harder and uh, we win games. Now, that said, you have fun. Like, you've called DJ Big Fundy. I think you called Valake a Patty Barrels the other day. Yeah. Has anybody given you a new nickname or? No, I don't, I don't need one. I, well, I know you're a veteran. No, I'm just a. Uh, <laughs> blue-collar guy, you know, just playing and, and and finding some barrels here and there. How about Sensatella? Do you have a nick? Do you have a nickname for him? Call him Sensa. I, that's about as bland as you can get. But uh, he threw the ball great. He, a little wild there early on, but uh, he settled in, went six for us, and that's uh, what we needed. But bland is good sometimes, like that, right? Yeah, 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 it's good. Uh, let's see what else did I want to ask you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense. So before the game, Joe Madden was talking about Rockies have like an AL East lineup. You've been part of those. Pitching maybe catching up to the hitting. And then he said specifically the team can field. And we saw that here today. Yeah, I, I mean, our whole team is, is really good uh, defensively. Um, you know, start with Nolan, cornerstone. DJ, story, underrated. Uh, I mean, you saw Cargo laying out out there. Uh, Dez is really, really good in the outfield. Um, you know, and I do my part. I catch those balls from those guys. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.